With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. What's up, y'all? Jake Noerker here. Tapped Out. BetQL Network. You know the routine. It's Monday or Tuesday, probably. It's so late, I'll probably post this tomorrow. But anyways, it's a day of the week ahead of UFC Long Island this weekend, Saturday, July 16th. Prelim starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time, main card, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Got to love an all-day card. No friends, no family, no nothing. Just you on your couch, in your chair, wherever, watching grown men and women beat the crap out of each other. Got to love it might sound sarcastic because you don't have a life on Saturdays, especially the daytime cards, but I love the fights. So it's just an excuse for me to be like, Hey, sorry, can't go to that wedding. Can't go to that dinner with your family. Got to watch fights. So Saturday's the perfect card. UFC London is next week too. So you get two weeks in a row, all day cards. Don't got to do shite fellas. Anyways, first fight of the night here. I think it's the first fight of the night. All I can say is it's disrespectful. It's not on the main card. Mr. Jack Shore versus Ricky Simone. Jack Shore coming in at a minus 170. Ricky coming in at the plus 145 underdog. I really like Jack Shore here. This is not going to be a heavy betting card of mine. Me going with a plus 170 favorite as my main play. Speaks some, speak some volume to this guy, Jackie. Jack is undefeated in the UFC. I think we all know that. But it's not only the fact that he's undefeated. He does it with such like confidence and especially from a betting perspective, I'm never watching Jack Shore. Like, come on, dude, pick up the pace. Like, Oh, why are you fighting like that? That's stupid. Like, no, very fight IQ savvy guy, very smart, very technical. And he knows how to stay busy. He's not going to stay in there and work against the cage and do all that boring crap. Nah, man, we just saw him go three hard rounds with Tamara Valley coming in as like a minus 110 pick him cash minus 170 i'd say more disrespect other than him not being on the main card but ricky simone is no joke he's got hands he's got hammers for fists and power and he also is a big grappler coming out of that pacific northwest at&t they don't mess around up there i just think jack shore's grappling his striking his fight iq all around is going to be problems for Ricky. Minus 170, hit that, throw it in a parlay if you feel the need to. Doesn't matter. I think he'll probably close minus 190, minus 200. I don't know. Really like my boy Jackie here. I know Kevin's going to watch this and say, Ricky's my guy. But come on, it's Jack Shaw, man. I don't know if this is Scott. I don't know what accent I'm doing here. It's not, it's not Jack Shaw's accent, but we're betting Jack Shaw, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on. Ooh, let me sip my water. Moving on. Ooh, light bulb went on. See that? Bill Algio, Mr. King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, my local hometown boy. I'm not from KOP, but close enough. Versus uh, Herbert Burns. Bill Algio, look at that. 
Bill Algio is also a minus 170. Herbert Burns is also a plus 145. Same odds as the fight I just mentioned, Jack Shore versus Ricky. Not going to be my main play with Bill, but I really like Billy Algio here. I work out and train with a few of the guys at his gym. I've heard nothing but great things about Billy, and I've also seen nothing but great things from Billy in the UFC. This dude has a pace, an extreme pace and an IQ to go with it. We just saw him go three rounds with UFC debuting Rogerio Bontamin, right? Everyone was real high on Bontamin. He was like a minus 220, minus 240 favorite or something. If you check me on that, whatever, screw you. Anyways, Billy came in there, fought toe-to-toe with him, outstruck him, out grappled him, out everything him for three rounds and got the big upset decision. Cost me some money. All my, that's my dog. All my gym buddies were like, ha-ha, told you, bet on Coach Billy. So I'm not making the mistake again. I'm not making the mistake again. And what have we seen from Herbert Burns other than being like the disappointing little brother of Gilbert? That might be kind of mean to say the dude could obviously beat the crap out of me, but he's been a little shaky, a little wavy in the UFC. He's been not what you would expect. And especially since his thing is grappling, so is Billy Algios. Pennsylvania, for whatever reason, we saw crazy wrestlers out here. And our gyms take after that. Daniel Gracie in Center City, all them guys like Sean Brady, Petrosky, Sabatini, they're all monsters on the mat. And then you go to Billy Algio's gym 20 minutes away from that, King of Prussia, they're all monsters on the mat too. Not a coincidence. Us Pennsylvania boys, we like to take the knees home. I don't think Burns is going to be able to outgrapple Algio. Algio minus 170. Take it home with you. This is my last play. I told you I'm not betting hard on this card. I really don't like it, but uh, I have two favorites in the book. So let's put another down dog on the table. Last bet of the night, or excuse me, last fight of the night, the main event, Mr. Yair Rodriguez versus everyone's favorite crush, Brian Ortega. I honestly really am a fan of Brian Ortega. And I'm an absolute not fan of Yair Rodriguez. I don't know what it is. Yair has always rubbed me the wrong way love to meet the dude and say hey man nice to meet you hope i'm wrong but can't stand the dude however we're gonna bet the crap out of him this weekend at plus 140 ortega's coming in at a minus 165 a lot of you are gonna probably comment and say you're crazy you're mad i know some people i trust are real heavy on brian ortega which makes me a little bit nervous about this and you know me i never play an underdog too heavy i'm not gonna throw more than a unit or maybe two on him but i like yari rodriguez Yair's last fight against Max Holiday. Max Holiday. Yair's last fight against Max Holloway was a great performance. He lost. He lost the UD decision, but that was Max's prime. I don't know if you want to say Max like declined a little bit against Volkanovski in his last fight, or maybe Volkanovski's just that damn good. Regardless, Yair Rodriguez went toe-to-toe and really gave prime Max Holloway problems on the feet in their fight. That's not somewhere Max struggles. The only time we've seen him struggle on a feet in a fight was against Volkanovski in his last fight. The only other time he's had problems on the feet, besides being like 19 years old fighting McGregor, is against Yair Rodriguez in his last fight. Yair is so good on the feet with his kickboxing, and he's Mexican, man. Those Mexicans just have the hardest chins. It's crazy. Again, I hate the guy, but... Yair is going to get it done this weekend. Everybody's like T-City, T-City, Triangle City, best grappler on the planet, blah, blah, blah. He's great. I'm not saying blah, blah, blah to dismiss that. Brian Ortega is a phenomenal black belt. 
We saw him almost put Volkanovski to sleep twice. He didn't. Almost, though, crazy. And we've seen him put other guys to sleep like that many a time. His name's freaking T-City after Triangle City. Like, the dude can grapple. We know that. Other than Yair having great takedown defense, obviously he struggled on his back and on the mat in the UFC. I'm not going to say he hasn't. I more so think Ortega has fallen in love with his hands. We saw Ortega have grapple exchanges against Volkanovski, but it wasn't his game plan. It wasn't his go-to. Ortega, it wasn't necessarily desperation grappling, but it was when things got dicey. It was when it got hairy in there. That's when he let the grappling go. I don't think that's smart fight IQ from a grappler to wait until things are in desperation mode to kick in your skills with the jiu-jitsu. Yair, I think, is going to keep distance in this fight, pick Ortega apart, and not let Ortega take him down. And if he takes him down, I think it's going to be because Ortega's wobbled or hurt. I'm afraid that Yair has a chance to finish Ortega on the feet here, which is so bold to say. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it sounds, it feels right. And I think he's going to probably get the decision off of the striking. I think Ortega maybe could have a moment or two on the ground in the fight. He's T-City for Christ's sake, but I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yair Rodriguez has looked near flawless on the feet. And Brian Ortega has liked to strike lately ever since his uh, big, big loss to Max. We saw saw him come in right afterwards and kick TKZ's buns on the feet. That's my dog whining. She she wants the attention right now. But no, I I don't think Ortega is going to go in with their game plan to grapple. And I think he's going to go in there and try to stand toe to toe with Yair, lose a round or two, take some damage and lose a decision off of that. The reason I say decision in the past three years might be like three and a quarter years, three and a half years now, featherweight matchups in top tens, meaning one top 10 against another top 10 in a main event or anywhere on the card. There's only been one time it's ended in a finish. Every other top 10 featherweight matchup in the past three years has gone to a decision or gone the distance, which is a crazy stat. Uh, By the way, that was Volkanovsky versus uh, Korean zombie earlier this year. So I think it's going to be a good bet to bet at least one of these guys by decision, or I don't, I don't have the line in front of me yet. It's a little early in the week, but maybe the over 4.5 where the fight goes the distance. If that comes in around like a minus 150 to a plus 115, I'd say play it. But uh, no, I think yeah, your Rodriguez plus 140 is a great play. He'll probably come in like plus 200 plus 220 by decision plus 160 plus 180 by knockout TKO or decision. I really like the value there. Uh, and like I said, I hate the guy. So if I eat my words, I'm not going to be that upset about it. But underdog, I hear Rodriguez over favorite Brian Ortega. Never thought I'd say that, but here I am saying it and broadcasting it to the world. Anyways, like I said, not a lot of bets by me, not a lot of early leans by me. Jack Shore minus 170, Bill Algio minus 170, Yair Rodriguez plus 140. I'm looking at those three guys, German, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> So we'll see. I like the card. Wish I could go. I'm only two hours away and not going, but we'll see. I do want to mention one more fight before I get out of here. Everyone's fight of the night, obviously. Shane Burgos, Charles, Air, Jordan. The odds right now is plus 160, Jordan, minus 190, Burgos. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to touch this fight. I would like to touch the underdog here with Jordan at plus 160. But the thing about that is, 
Burgos is just like very active in his fights and he's got a six inch reach advantage. 70% of the time guys with six plus inch reach advantage win. Jordan, when he's on is so good. He's a true top 15 featherweight when he's on, but he doesn't turn it on for whatever reason until like the third round when he gets angry. He spends the first two rounds of like most of his fights pointing, just jab. Ooh, one, two. And it's like, oh, he had a moment. He's not going to do anything with it. He gets clipped and he's so shaky. I, I, it's so hard to bet on Charles Jordan because you want him to be on. You want him to be Air Jordan with the highlights, kicking Andre Yule down against the cage as time expires. Like, the highlight real guy with the flying knees. And he's just not there as much as I want that to be a thing. Oppositely, you know what Shane Burgos is going to do. He's going to show up and punch you in the face like 400 times in a fight, get bloody, rub his butt over his face, have his messy hair come out of the bun. You know you're going to get that version of him. You don't know what version you're going to get, Charles Jordan. Why am I talking about this fight if I'm not betting on it? Because I'm seeing so many freaking people lay money down on Jordan because of the hype, because of the recency bias, I quoted that if you listen to the audio, uh, just because of the, the dazzle he brings, which he certainly can bring. I just, I, I'm not confident he's going to bring it this weekend, especially against the guy as dangerous and active as Shane Burgos. You never know what Shane's chin's doing, especially the one time he had the ridiculous knockout where he got punched in the face and stumbled back a few feet and then just collapsed out of nowhere five seconds later. But he's a warrior, and he's a fighter, and he's been training with Josh Emmett, who packs a freaking bomb, as we all know. So just be cautious of Charles Air Jourdain. Uh, I know it's a tempting underdog line, but he's an underdog for a reason. Vegas knows what they're doing. That's really all I got. I'll recap it one more time. Jack Shore, minus 170. Hit it. Bill Algio, minus 170. Hit it. You parlay those two together, that's like plus 140, plus 150. Possible? Not for me. I'll hit them both single. And then you got Yair, Yair Rodriguez, plus 140 underdog over Brian T. City Ortega. And I'm not betting Charles Jordan. <laughs> that's what I've talked about this video. Uh, I'd love to hear you guys think. Comment, share, retweet. Don't retweet. Tell me that you disagree. Tell me that you agree. Doesn't matter. Just like to hear from you. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Let's go T-City, but let's win some money a year. See what I did there? So conflicted. I'm the worst. All right. Peace out, y'all. Good night.